You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. This is the sermon recording from this week's service, but first, here are the readings. Jesus heals the Gerasene demoniac. Then they arrived at the country of the Gerasenes, which was opposite Galilee. As he stepped out on land, a man of the city who had demons met him. For a long time, this man had worn no clothes and he did not live in a house but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he fell down before him and shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the most high God? I beg you, do not torment me. For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him, but he was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles. But he would break these bonds and be driven by the demon into the wire. Jesus then asked him, what is your name? He said, my name is Legion. For many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order them to go back into the abyss. Now there on the hillside, the large herd of swine were feeding and the demons begged Jesus to let them enter these. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Now when the swine herd saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened And when they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with them, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming through the city how much Jesus had done for him. This is the word of the Lord. You're listening to a podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. And now, for this week's sermon. When I was first ordained and I went to my first parish, I typed all my notes up and I prayed about it and I researched everything. And just before the service began, I was praying in the sacristy and I kind of felt guilty because I wanted to be more open to the Holy Spirit. And I just said a quick prayer to the Lord and just said, I've prepared all my notes, I'm ready to go, but if you want me to rely more on you, do something about it. And when I got to the lectern, my notes had gone. (laughs) So I have never used notes since. So before we begin, if we could just ask, the Holy Spirit, not just to be with me, but to be with you, that you hear the message that you need to hear tonight. Amen. 
When I was a little lad, all I wanted was a walkie-talkie set. And in the world that we live in today with mobile phones, mobile um, smartwatches, tablets, it, it seems inconceivable. But I couldn't get one. And every Christmas Eve, my mum would sit me down and she'd say, we have tried so hard, but we couldn't get you one. I'm really sorry. Same thing happened one year, and then after my sisters and myself, we'd opened our presents and we were really excited. My mum said, there's another present. You've missed it. It's under the tree. And I opened it up, and it was my walkie-talkie set. I spent the rest of the day walking up and down the street, talking to my dad on my walkie-talkie, and loved it. I slept with it. I learned the Morse code on it. I did everything. In my bio that I sent out to people, I, I told you that I used to go to church with my nan. Sunday night, half past six, and I loved it. The one thing that I didn't enjoy was my nan saying, I'm just nipping upstairs to wash my face. I'll only be five minutes, and I would be sat downstairs half an hour waiting for her. So I decided this one time, with my new tools, I would just remind her to hurry up. So earlier in the day, I went up, and I hid one of the walkie-talkies in the bathroom. <laughs> and I couldn't find a good place to put it, so I hid it behind the toilet. And then I was downstairs. And then she said, I'm just nipping up to wash my face. I'll be five minutes. And she went off. And after about 20 minutes, I was getting fed up. So I got my walkie-talkie, got the antenna up, switched it on. And went, I know what you're doing. <laughs> Hell broke loose. The house was filled with an almighty blood-curdling scream, followed by a few footsteps and a thud. My granddaughter ran upstairs to check. My nan wasn't doing what I thought she was doing. She was sat on the toilet when she heard this voice behind her, tried to run, <laughs> tripped over her knickers, fell flat on her face. I was dragged to church that night. The next day, my mum, having been fully informed of what had happened, took the walkie-talkie set off me. And when she did it, what she said was, we worked so hard to get you that gift. And with that gift comes the greater responsibility to do good with it. When you learn that, you can have it back. I don't really remember getting it back, but I do remember it being taken away and those words. And why do I share it? Because tonight I want us to reflect on the gift God has given to his church. The unconditional love he has for every single one of us. And what have we done with it? We've turned it into conditional love. So often as a church we'll say, God will love you if you love the right person. Or if you follow the right rules and the right regulations. We have mistreat one of the most beautiful, incredible gifts we could have been given. Unconditional love. Not to be earned, or not to work at. It's already been given. And we can't lose it. Nothing we can do could lose it. Over the last few weeks, well, last week we celebrated the Feast of the Trinity. We heard the beautiful reflection on Rublev's icon, the Trinity in perfect communion 
in perfect love. And there's a little space there where we are invited in to that relationship. I heard a slightly different version, and it was of the Creator and the Son in perfect love, perfect harmony. And that love that freed, that flowed so freely between them was the Holy Spirit. And instead of staying in perfect harmony, they turned their faces to us. And the Holy Spirit, that love that they share between themselves, is given to us. And the week before, Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit. And the disciples, having received that gift, were so overjoyed that people thought they were drunk. Tonight we're thinking about the consequences of discipleship. Well, the first duty of discipleship is to actually just pause and to come to a real understanding and recognition of how precious we are to God. Because it's only when we allow that love to take root in us that we can then finally be known as Christians, the bearers of Christ's image. Only then can we go off into the world and do what Jesus asked of us, to do the same works that he did, even greater because he has sent the Spirit to be with us. We've just heard in the Gospel of how Jesus freed a man from chains and freedom from his demons. Can you imagine how incredible that calling is for every one of us as a church to come together to celebrate how precious we are to God, but then to go out into the world and to tell every other person that we meet that they are precious too, and to free them from doubt, fear, worry, and to joyously celebrate being children of God. That's our calling, and it's joyous. I haven't got an ending for tonight, because really, there is no ending. It's ongoing. So together, my friends, let us rejoice in being loved by God and being called his children. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Northern Lights Metropolitan Community Church. To find out more about what we do, head across to our website, www.northernlightsmcc.org.uk.